And we're live from the 313 and the 404. It's episode 87 of the Everybody Mad Live podcast. It's Thursday. It's also February the 24th. It's 2022. It's also the 400 day. You know, Biden has been president for 400 days. My name is Sayed Lover. Welcome to our show called the Everybody Mad Live podcast. What's happening? I'm Kenya Cabine. Hey, if you want to join in on the conversation, you could do so. There's a link that says it's going to flash right up under the screen, that link tree. Uh, link right there. You can comment. You can come in, chime in. Let us know your thoughts on all the hot topics that we're talking about tonight. Also, if you're on Facebook, make sure that you share. Let everybody know that we're on live right now. And big ups to everybody on YouTube. If you're checking us out on YouTube, make sure you hit that thumbs up button and make sure that you subscribe. Hey, said, how's it been going up in Detroit, man? Busy. I don't know what. Yes, yeah, it's crazy. That's why the show's starting a whole what, what ten minutes late uh, because of me is because uh, uh, I can't get it together. But I'm I'm just doing so much and I don't know how to stop because everything I do I like doing and uh, most of the stuff pay me for it. So if right. if it's able to pay my way, you know what I'm saying? Like like I want to keep doing it, but just. Trying to keep everything because, you know, I'm doing uh, kind of helping out with a political campaign um, going mm -hmm. on. I got some stuff going on with the uh, museum, actually with the judge today. Uh, we're doing a little mm -hmm. membership drive for uh, Black History Month and uh, just a whole host of other stuff with the museum and stuff with the church. And I got some clients. I got a website in D.C. I'm trying to finish up for a church in Washington, D.C. So it's just just been busy just trying to do everything. Hey, that means you're making all the money, though. I'm trying to make the money to pay for uh, all the fun I used to have <laughs> before the pandemic, right? <laughs> right, like that was on credit. I put all my fun on credit, so now I got to pay it back. Right, right, man. Everything's been kind of cool here in Atlanta. Uh, it was uh, kind of a rough week for me. I lost one of my real good uh, buddies that I went to high school with. Man, grew up in the neighborhood and everything, and he passed this week. And you know, it just when you like lose someone that's close to you but then someone that's you know like close to your age you just put everything into perspective but it's also mm -hmm. just a true sign that you know while we're here we got to give each other our roses make yeah. sure that we love on one another um and make sure that and we keep say it too. i'm sorry say that again no i was gonna say and say it uh, so, uh some of the th well one of the things i learned is just just start saying i love you because yeah as black men we have this uh, ma uh machismo type of thing that we're where it's difficult for us to well a lot of us like we didn't learn learn saying that like like my dad and my uncles and the men before me like they never really emoted that emotionally and stuff like that and we're realizing now how important that is because a lot of a lot of black black men black boys are, are feeling out their loss you know what i'm saying so this yeah just one way to kind of help out with that so yeah, yeah. so yeah and but, so it's uh, I'm, yeah, it's important to say, you know, I love you, even to your brothers. You know what I'm saying? And um, just again, just make pe make sure that people know that, you know, you're with them, uh, you see them and that you're present in your friendships and present in your relationships with friends, family, with your mates, with everyone. So definitely want to send an RIP shout out to Gig Elliott of College Park, Georgia, uh, one of my real good buddies that I attended uh, middle school and high school with. Uh, he will definitely be missed. Yeah, definitely shout out. Um, mm -hmm. Black Lives Matter. We got a great show today. Um, we are uh, joined by uh, one of our actually favorites on the show. Um, 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 down in Savannah, uh, your uh, hometown, we are able to uh, invite in a guest uh, who has a lot to say about uh, something that that like 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 really fits. Like this is this is this is so on time um, um, for him to be here. Black History Month. What they're doing. What y'all got going on down in Georgia and all that stuff. So I'm excited about this show. Definitely. So we're going to be joined by. 
Mr. Carl Gilliard, he's going to be joining us. He's the Georgia State representative. We're going to find out what's going on right here in the state of Georgia. Some news that he's actually going to break here. Uh, we're actually getting an exclusive with uh, Georgia State representative Carl Gilliard. So hold tight for that. Also, I need some as sound you know, effects, like some horns or something, like when we get an exclusive, <laughs> like uh, like those DJs have, like when they play a new song. Yeah. <laughs> Let me stop. But anyway. <laughs> So we're going to be joined with uh, Mr. Carl Gilliard. He's going to be on the show later on, so make sure you hold tight for that. Also, I'm sure, as you all know, uh, Russia attacks Ukraine. Everybody's talking about it. The question is, though, what does it mean for us, said and uh, Everybody Mad Podcast? We're going to be breaking it down. Plus, uh, there's some other stuff going on with some Black Lives Matter cases uh, from Ahmaud Arbery to Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, Dante Wright. We're going to break all that down. Plus, um, said. Your boy Cal Rittenhouse is tripping again. Again. He's trying to sue uh, some people. Uh, so we're going to get a list of the people he's he's trying to sue. And yeah. I hear a little bit of, uh, of his comments. And then you got your girl. Uh, and I was rooting for her, but I stopped rooting for her for a minute. Um, but I might be rooting for her again. Lizzo. Um, she wanted to be Ursula in the Little Mer Mermaid. So we're going to see a little bit about her uh, rendition. Plus, we always have the reality recap with Shorty. We're, uh -huh. we're adding some things to our reality because documentaries are reality, too. So uh, we're kind of expanding on what we uh, present for uh, reality recap with Shorty. So we'll have all that. But without further ado, let's tell people what's going on with uh, Russia. All right. Well, uh, as everybody knows, Russia launched what Ukrainian officials are saying is a full scale invasion. Now, President Biden condemned what he calls an unprovoked and unjustified attack on Ukraine after Russia began launching strikes against Ukrainian cities. The president accused Russian President Vladimir uh, Putin of choosing a premeditated war that will bring a catastrophic loss of life and human mm -hmm. suffering. So the question is, said what does this mean for america and how will this affect us because you know a lot of people they've been hearing about that but a lot of people don't know exactly what does that mean for us here in america yeah i, I think some things that come out with wars obviously um, um well personally uh like if we're looking at the financial standpoint uh well no let's not talk about money first obviously people will lose their lives uh in ukraine which is uh, uh the first and the foremost in and the uh, most unfortunate thing uh, that, that they'll have to go through. So people in Ukraine are trying to uh, begin to leave and that sort of thing. So that's the other caveat is that depending on how bad this gets and how much Russia does, people want to leave. And, you know, folks always have problems about, I don't want people in my country. I don't want no more immigrants or whatever. But do you expect people to stay in their country when when there's an unprovoked war going on that they had nothing to do with? No, nah, they don't leave. They got the resources. So you'll see a lot of immigrants, maybe half a million immigrants going to other countries, uh, probably in, in uh, Europe, maybe uh, going to other countries uh, as far away as here. So you'll have that going on. You also got the immediate impact of the stocks. My stocks are already down and down, been down uh, for several months uh, with the uh, downturn of the stock market. But uh, as as uh, people kind of have different things uh, going on with that, people have different beliefs about their stocks and um, their, um, the, uh, the faith in the money. So stocks will probably go down. Uh, Russia's real big with uh, fossil fuels. So oil prices will likely go up um, because they'll be out of that game. And two, uh, part of what uh, Biden is doing is uh, real, really, really strong sanctions. Uh, I'm waiting on uh, more of those, but he's announced some of them. I think they're going to uh, continue to announce more sanctions, which those sanctions are basically meant to cut Russia off. Uh, from the outside world. So if we can prevent Russia from making money, we can prevent Russia from doing this, that, and third, you know what I'm saying? Like, then that can bring them down. So hopefully there's some consequence for this whole thing. But the other thing I look at it like is that, like, 
you got to look at this thing and and we don't even look like we russia is so far away and it's so white so it like it don't resonate for it for, but but for me the way i look at it is that like you got to look at this man like like russia russia doesn't have a democracy they 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 don't get the vote like we vote you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. in a fair election or whatever ukraine kind of has a democracy over there so the way i look at it is that like ukraine's kind of going through something similar to what's going on here is that like uh, uh racist white people are trying to make determinations on how they can have their leadership russia already has that uh way so he's trying to turn ukraine in, into that and take mm -hmm. that country by force you know what I'm saying? Like this country done mm. voted for their own president. They done voted for their own government. They done voted for all this stuff. They got their own country. They're just neighbors to Russia. That's that's like the equivalent of the United States saying that, you know what, we got some Americans in, in Mexico and y'all ain't doing right by them. So we're gonna go take over Mexico. That's that's the equivalent of Russia is doing. They say they got some Russians who ain't been treating right. They're lying, but that ain't right. So so it's just that geopolitical thing that we're dealing with that will affect our money, will affect our oil prices and gas prices. It probably right. will affect other things too. But we need mm -hmm. to think about the bigger picture is that like you need to protect people having their right to choose the, how, how they want to run their thing. Choosing their own leaders, choosing their own elections. We're mm -hmm. doing that now. We got some issues here in America, but we see how it can go if we don't put a stop to it we can get like that. Do we want to yeah, fight like Ukraine and Russia? I ain't trying to have that in our future. Yeah, I agree with you 100. percent A lot of people have been talking about they're concerned about gas prices going up because that's the, that's the main thing. You know, black folks say like, "Oh hell, gas prices going up," and you know it's because yeah. about what's happening right now. But you know, let's also again be clear that people are losing their lives. There's already. Um, while we're going to press up, there's already like a bunch of soldiers in the past that have died. Um, so it's just it's just sad. It's just really sad and unfortunate that, you know, it's come to this. But of course, you know, we're going to follow this story and keep, keep everybody updated on our um, Instagram page at Everybody Mass. So just make sure that you follow. But also our prayers are uh, definitely with the people that are losing their lives and the families that have to deal with that. I could I could only it's imagine. It's like it is. Ukraine ain't did nothing. Like you just want to be able to take that country because you want to make it big, make Russia big again like it used to be. Yeah, it's, it's just sad. It's really sad. Let us know your thoughts. Uh, shouts out to, oh, my boy Cleve down in Savannah checking us out. What's up? And uh, Essie Allen uh, checking us out, too. Really appreciate you all rocking with the Everybody Mad Live podcast. All right. Well, in other news, this week, the three men who killed Ahmaud Arbery were found guilty of hate crimes. Travis McMichael, his father, Gregory McMichael, and their neighbor, William Rody Bryant, were all convicted of felony murder and uh, other charges back in November. We all know that. But the jury made up of eight white people, three black people, and one Hispanic person actually convicted the three men of violating Ahmaud Arbery's civil rights and targeting him because he was black. Now, we all know this is really rare. This is rare that stuff like this happens because fewer than one in five suspects of federal hate crimes related cases are actually prosecuted. Ahmaud Arbery's trial really didn't delve into issues of race, and we discussed this on Everybody Mad podcast, uh, which a lot of people, you know, argued whitewashed the case that many call a modern-day lynching. Now, Ahmaud yeah. Arbery's family actually pushed strongly against plea deals for the men and pressured attorneys to prosecute the case. It's, but I got to say, again, it's rare. This is It's rare that something like this happens, like yeah. justice was finally served, and that's yeah. why a lot of people were, are still like, it's a sigh of relief and, and it yeah. gives us a glimmer of hope that now these guys are being prose prosecuted for hate crimes because maybe when situations like this happen again, other people will go down too. 
Yeah, What's I'm also glad that the state of Georgia decided to uh, make February 23rd um, um, Amar Arbery Day. Um, so that'll be forever uh, a uh, holiday or an observance in um, Georgia. Uh, so we never forget because we need to continue to remember about things like they didn't have the right nor the jurisdiction or anything like they were just racist, just straight up racist. And then if you look at some of the stuff that's coming out like they like like that, that's just who they are. And 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 like there's not a whole lot you can do about that. Like uh, we say in church a lot, a lot of times that like it's hard to kind of legislate and put laws into effect that's gonna change uh, people's heart. You know what I'm saying? Like ain't nothing we can do about a racist. They they're gonna be racist and racist as they're gonna be or whatever. So we rely on laws to be able to even that playing field and protect people um, um, in cases like this. So I'm glad that George is kind of stepping out, um, which is kind of coming on the heels. I'm glad uh, Representative Gilliard is here because uh, one of the things he was fighting for uh, was the uh, citizen's arrest law. And uh, I want to talk about that because the last time we talked to him, um, um, they hadn't voted on it, but now they voted on it. So uh, that, uh, that'll be a good conversation too. But yeah, that's just one of the things as black men, we just have to always uh, just be paying attention to is like we got to make sure that we uh, always always kind of have that in the mindset and always to be uh, kind of yeah. pushing that forward. I, I agree with you 100 percent. And again, you know, uh, I think that uh, this hopefully things will change because we still haven't seen justice served for people like Kendrick Johnson in uh valdosta georgia you know his uh, mom was on the show yeah. so you know and even even um you know we're talking about um why everybody's still mad about this whole brianna taylor uh situation you know justice oh, yeah. still has not been served for her mm-hmm. nearly two years after shooting uh death by police uh the only kentucky officer facing criminal charges in the botch raid went on trial this past wednesday for shooting into brianna's neighbor's apartment mm-hmm. not for shooting her, not for her death, but for shooting into the neighbor's apartment. Now, Britt Hankerson. The white neighbor. Out- yeah, Sorry. he's your white <laughs> Sorry. Hey, I, 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 I mean, I mean to say that out loud, but. But, you, Sorry, but, but no, but you got to say it just to make it clear for some people that might not even follow the story just to put everything into perspective. So, but now, so the this- police officer that almost killed Breonna Taylor's white neighbor is on trial. He's not on trial. the police officer that actually killed and shot Breonna Taylor. Okay, we got it. Right. So so the other officers, the other officers have not been charged with anything. And again, right. this was all because the governor didn't the governor who's black kind of. Put no, the, something, uh, yeah, yeah. The attorney general. Yeah. The attorney general, you know, like they decided not to press charges against these other cops. But um, this guy right here, what he did was the, the because they're trying to say, OK, they, they want to have a scapegoat. So because this cop shot nearly 10 shots into this other person's apartment. None of them hit uh, Breonna Taylor, but prosecutors say that the bullets endangered Breonna's neighbors and the couple's child. So right now, this guy is actually being charged with three counts of wanton endangerment, which is a low-level felony punishable by up to like five years in prison. Hmm. So it's like, so so again, is justice really ever going to be served? Is justice ever really going to be served for Brianna? And that's why everybody's mad. That's why we have shows like the Everybody Mad Live podcast. This show came about because of what was happening to uh, people not caring about black lives. You know, so, you know, it just it puts everything into perspective to say, you know, are, are things really going to change? We want things to change. But will justice ever be served? Said, what's your thoughts? Yeah, it's, it's like it's difficult, but you've got these piecemeal things that 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 we have some victories. Uh, but on the other hand, we have some issues where um, 
it's not so good. You know what I'm saying? Like we have some, um, uh, like we have some times where we uh, fall back and we don't get what we want. Like the issue with Kimberly Potter. Tuh. Yeah, well, you know, Kimberly Potter, that's the situation right there. Actually, even before we get into Kimberly Potter, you know, everybody's still waiting on this um, verdict for the three officers that actually sat back and did nothing when um, Derek uh, Chauvin killed George Floyd. So we're still actually, waiting the verdict just came. Hold on. I think they did the verdict. Oh, they did the verdict today? Yeah, I think it just came out about an hour or two ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Hold on. I, here's the video here. Okay, so yeah, three uh, three former Minneapolis police officers found guilty of violating George Floyd's civil rights. So they were found guilty. Let's see. How many years will that be? In jail. The three men remain free on bond. And More breaking news for you this evening. A jury convicting three former Minneapolis police officers of <clears throat> violating George Floyd's civil rights. The three former officers were all charged with depriving Floyd of his right to medical care when officer, former officer Derek Chauvin pressed his knee on Floyd's neck. Chauvin was convicted of murder last year in state court and pleaded guilty in December in the federal case. One of the three officers whose case was ruled on today knelt on Floyd's back. Another held his legs and another kept bystanders at bay. Mm -hmm. Well, there it is. <sighs> justice serve, justice serve. But wait, wait, we got to see how many years they get, though, before we, you know, they're found guilty. But it's interesting always just to see how much time that they do serve in jail. Yeah. So, of course, we're going to be following this story. And, of course, um, uh, last week, former police officer Kimberly Potter, who fatally shot Dante Wright during a traffic stop, was actually sentenced to only two years in prison. This is far less than the standard of about seven years for manslaughter after a judge said that leniency was actually warranted because uh, Kimberly had meant to fire her taser and not her gun. Um, I said, I, well, OK, so I'm just going to say I just feel yeah, like I was cussing like straight up. And, and, yeah, uh, like, because she's incompetent. She's clearly incompetent, and you have to be punished if you're incompetent. Only two years, that's a slap on the wrist. Come on. And then she's not going to serve two years. Like, she, oh, like, like, like she may may not even serve half of that. And that's that's a disappointment because Kimberly Potter was a trainer. She was supposed to be, I think, on that actual call. She was training a rookie cop. And on while you're trying, like, they, they just. They don't do that in police school. Like you ain't gra uh, grabbing guns when you're supposed to be grabbing tasers. Like you know what I'm saying. So like you, when you do things and it causes harm like that, you just shouldn't get off. And that just says that black lives don't matter. Like clearly, because if like if you're the family and you no longer have your loved one and you have to go through that, and then you're seeing that in 2025, three years down the line or whatever, like this, like this young lady is living. Well, she ain't young no more, but this lady. Is live her best life, and yo, your loved one is gone, but she made the mistake, but she gets to live on, but there's no consequence to that, and like then, then they wonder why folks is mad. They wonder why yeah. everybody mad. Why everybody's mad? Why you have people that's dealing with mental illness and stress? You know, like we're actually enduring a lot as African Americans. We always have, but it's just at an all time high right now. It's really bad. But again, you know, we talked about this too. Kimberly Potter definitely used her white privilege and her white tears in court to be able to get out of this situation right here and get that slap on the wrist. You know, it's it's just, it's sad. And it, and it, and it really, it, it just, it pisses everybody off. It really makes me just really 
it's just really unfortunate uh, the way things are going. Uh, but of course, you know, as always, we keep you all updated. Leave your comments too. We definitely want to hear your thoughts. Uh, you know, I definitely want to get, um, well, Sid, do you feel like she, should, well, clearly I know you felt like she should have gotten more time, right? Oh, yeah. How many, how, how many, how many, how many years do you think that, uh, I mean, how many years would you be happy with that you would say, okay, because we know that she, it wasn't intentional, but we know that she wasn't um, doing, she she's definitely wasn't doing what she was supposed to be doing as a police exactly. officer. Exactly. And then, and like, that's the thing. We depend on you. Like, it's almost like, uh, like, malpractice from uh from a doctor we depend on you to be the expert we depend on you to be the subject matter um um uh, like about the subject matter you know everything so you know everything about policing and do all that stuff same way doctors have to know their skill lawyers have to know their we all have to know our area of expertise and that's my frustration is that like you don't get to not do your job properly but then claim, uh, oh, it, oh, it was a mistake though. Was it like, no, we depend on you not to make mistakes, particularly when it is life. You took a life. Like it involves life. And then her, her issue, she not only took a life, but she made those old people that the car ran into, they got issues now. Like that old man still has neuro, uh, neurological issues. So like you cause devastation for a lot of different people, several families and all that, and they're going to slap you on the wrist. So uh, what would be appropriate to me is that, that like, if you or I, not I'm not saying that we would, but if we accidentally shot someone, what sentence would we get? That's what she need to get. And we need to stop, stop, stop giving police leeway and leverage. Like, oh, because you're a cop. We want to mm-hmm. give you this sort of no, like, like, OK, it was an accident. Oh, yeah. You didn't get up with the intent of killing a black man when you right. woke up out of bed that day. Yeah, we get that. However, you did kill a black man that day. So you're going to get manslaughter and the consequences that normally go along with it treat them like regular people and that's the issue with cops is that like they have all this qualified immunity and all this ability to get beyond their actual offense that mm-hmm. that's why we're frustrated no yeah. one just hate no one hates cops we just hate that the bad ones can't get weeded out yeah yeah leave your comments with the everybody mad live podcast right now we are about to bring uh to the to the to the floor to the screen our friend to the show. He is a Georgia State representative, our real good friend, Mr. State Representative Carl Gilliard. What's up, Mr. Gilliard? Man, I'm glad to be in the number with Seth Lover and you, Kenya, man. This is, I was listening to the show and I could listen to the show all day because you are fact on. You are fact on. So thank you for allowing me to be here. Well, thank you for coming. This you are um, uh, definitely one, uh, one of our favorite guests. I think this is your third or fourth time, which makes you um, like the most visited guest on our show. So we definitely I'm your political contributor. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> last time, last time, um, be, uh, before we get into the reason why you're coming now, like last time when you came on the show, you we we were in the midst of the uh, Amar Arbery uh, kind of case and things like that. You were fighting in the Georgia legislature to uh, make sure that nobody else could use that as an excuse to kill somebody again. Um, so when we last talked, they hadn't voted yet, but you guys have uh, voted now. So uh, update us on where we are. You know, we broke here again the bill on your show. We talked about House Bill 45. We talked about House Bill 479, um, how it came from 45 to 479, a nonpartisan bill. Um, on both sides, the people, the young people, the leaders were marching all over the world. Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, um, Ahmaud Arbery, and and we had to do something. And so many times as a Democrat and an African-American, 
we're in the Georgia House of Representatives, 180 representatives, probably about less than uh, 70 to 80 of us. You do the math, same thing in the Senate. How do you get a bill passed? And, and I came to you all and I was saying to you, I said, we're going to get this bill passed. And so we were determined and we got the, the Georgia citizen arrest law repealed in the last session. Done. Yeah. As the young people say, right. That's dope. It really is. We're, we're really proud of all the groundwork that you've been doing because, I mean, you've been on the ground doing your work since day one with everything that's been happening, especially with, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement, with everything that's going on with Ahmaud Arbery, all that. So, you know, again, uh, Mr. Gilliard, we just really appreciate you, you know, and, and what you do. In this well, day and age, how, how, how did you get, how, how, how did y'all come to any sort of agreements? Like no, nothing in politics is working right now. Right. Nothing, nothing. Ain't nobody agreeing on nothing. Well, you know what? It takes the power of the pen, man. When I grew up, we had a simple cartoon on Saturday mornings that said, I'm just a bill. Oh, yes, God. I'm only a bill. Right. And so it's a process to get that bill and writing it, getting it to the committee, getting a hearing, passing it there, taking it to the Georgia Assembly. And then you got to do the same thing on the Senate. Um, I want to thank the Democratic Caucus and the Georgia Legislative Black Caucus because they believed in the bill and they helped push that bill. And then the common people lobby for the bill. And most important, the passion of it, Kenya and said lover, is that we have to do something, man. People look at what's happening now. Breonna Taylor still hadn't got justice. Right. Yeah. Okay. George Floyd, in the, in, in the sense, the George Floyd legislation still hadn't passed. The Voting Rights uh, uh, Act, uh, John Lewis bill still hadn't passed. Yeah. People wrote, they walked, they marched, they protest for change, and they want to see something happen. Mm -hmm. Do not tell me that nothing can change. And so we got to push them into doing the right thing. Agree with you 100%, Mr. Garrett. Now, we all know that it's Black History Month, and uh, you are on the show because you actually have uh, an exclusive for us here at the Everybody Mad Live podcast. Our original 33 bill. This is, um, tell, tell everybody about it. I don't, I don't want to talk, but I'm going to let you tell everybody about the bill. When I first got elected in the Georgia House of Representatives during Black History Month, every time the podium is called the well. So when people came to the well, they would rise and say, today I rise on behalf of Black History Month. And I want to talk about the original 33. So I said, who are the original 33? These were 33 of the first original Black legislators that were state, state representatives and senators. 24 of them were AME pastors. They were Frederick Douglass Republicans because in 1863, when they had this outdated antiquated law of a citizen arrest to lynch black folk because of their right to vote and their right to take office, five years later, these men took courage to run. And not only did they run, but men and women ran all over the nation. They were judges, they were elected officials because the same thing happened. People cried foul. Same thing like the, the last election with the past president. Now everybody's discombobulated, confused, and fighting. While they were fighting, we ran for office. So they were elected, but in 1868, they, they were rejected and were not allowed to take office. Oh, wow. 14 of them, watch this, were lynched. Ooh. 14 of the, the state seat were lynched. Because back then, what they did to you if they didn't lynch you, 
they discredited you. Wow. So some things haven't changed. And so what had happened at that point in 1868, Black Lives Matter really was born. Because in 1868, 350 people, black lives and white lives, marched from the Capitol to Camilla, Georgia. Watch this, said Love in Kenya. They marched to Camilla, Georgia, and they were waiting on them when they got there, like an OK Corral, and 11 of them were killed that day. Oh. Mm. It's called the Camilla Massacre, oh, Camilla, Georgia. That. Mm. So what has happened, you move, move, move forward, you got the Atlanta race riots. You have individuals like Ahmaud Arbery. You have so many of uh, the Moors, Ford Bridge. You got all types of stories. But what has happened is so many individuals have been lynched and never held accountable for any. Number one, we don't know their names. They lived, but they were lynched. We don't know uh, who killed them. And so not only were black folk, but there was a gentleman named Leo Frank. He was a Jewish American. Leo Frank was a Ivory League American. He was accused of a crime on a woman who happened to be white. They locked him up. They never had credible proof that he did the crime, put him in prison in Georgia. They got him out of prison and lynched him. Oh, his name was Leo Frank. Mm. So this bill that we have is called the original 33 dealing with Georgia cold case lynching. And what it will do is the Georgia Department of Community Affairs and the GBI. Number one, we want to say their names. There's so many names of people that have been lynched and they were human beings. They deserve the right for us to know who they were. Because back then, what they did is had a party. They would have a lynching party. Everybody mm -hmm. get dressed up. They go on Sunday, wear their Sunday best and, 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 and watch why they lynch people. They would take body parts and they would, they would bring them back home and say, look at what we've done families were this was the roman arena barbaric you see what i'm saying now watch this this went on up until the early 90s huh. about, the early who you're talking about from 18 the 1800s and before you're talking about doing the civil rights movement we didn't want to talk about that mm -hmm. is as late as 1991 and so mm. we've got with several organizations uh, such as the Urban League of Atlanta, the NWCP, Southern Poverty Law. Um, we're getting with the um, ADL, which is the Anti-Defamation League, the Jewish community. We're getting with a cadre of what we call coalition partners to say it's not a black bill. It's not a white bill. It's a right bill for Georgia. And it's time because the governor said out of his mouth, when we, when we got the citizen arrest repeal passed, he said, Georgia has a pass. Now, I'm just dumb. I don't know anything. But hmm. the young people said, love and say, that sounds like a bunch of cap to me. <laughs> cap, 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 cap. <laughs> so either we're going we gonna to push P and push progress. Mm. We're going to push P and we're not going to be passive. Or we're going to push P and we're going to do the right thing to pass this bill. And mm. so that's what we're, we're dropping the bill on Monday morning. And it'll have a House bill number. We're going to be pushing it all over the nation because it's time for Georgia to, to, to come to the conclusion to say their names and to hold those individuals accountable. Mm. Yeah. So, so this is something um, kind of, kind of, kind of going back with like, well, a lot of people are into cold cases and now, and uh, like what's going on with uh, uh, unsolved murders and things like that. But this is the, actually um, what is providing resources um, um, to kind of, 
be able to go back or it's just uh, kind of mainly uh, being able it, to pull it, everybody off of this gargantuan effort to kind of go back in history and 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 uh, kind of right some wrongs. Well, you have to put it on on the front of the plate in the front burner because, you know, the Equal Justice Project um, did a powerful thing with the lynching museum and the history that they did. The names would have never been told. These are mm -hmm. people's families. The names would have never been told. Yeah. You know, if if um, if Miss Till, Mrs. Till never showed the body of her son, the story would have never been told. Yeah. If Jimmy Lee Jackson had never been killed in Selma, Alabama, there'd never, there'd never be a bloody Sunday. The story would have never have been told. But let me make it more personal for you and break it on this show. No one has ever heard this. In 1957, before I was born, I had a brother named Jerome Levant. He went to Pembroke, Georgia. And that day he was getting ready to go to college on that weekend. Pembroke had a very racist town where the sheriff and not the sheriff, but the, the, the sheriff that everybody was in cahoots with moonshine and all the above. That weekend, they said, we're not letting him come back to Savannah. My brother was mutilated in Pembroke, Georgia. Oh, wow. He was cut into pieces in 1957. Oh, wow. wow. The, the, the description in the Webster's Dictionary said lynching is where one or two more gather to take someone's life. Ahmaud Arbery was the modern day lynching. It was. You can't, you can't tell me from a truck to a shotgun that you would just lynch somebody. And even, even the images of the original 33, watch this, Kenyon, watch this, said Lover. We're getting ready to do a bill in the Georgia House of Representatives to build a monument for Clarence Thomas. But we won't build a monument for- well, who, Clarence Thomas? You, you say Clarence, Clarence Thomas. Thomas? There's a bill that's, that's passed in the Senate, get ready to come into the House of Representatives, and they're gonna build a monument if this passes for Clarence Thomas. But they can't build a monument for those original 33 that were lynched when Clarence Thomas is lynching justice and lynching the rights of people every day. Every mm. day. Every day. Wow. Now, we can't sit back and say that we can't do. You know why? Because the power of the pen is a very powerful thing. We got a right. We got you see, you know, we we can we got those that are protesting. That's their part. Those that are demonstrating, that's their role. But you elected us to get off of our posteriors and write those write those bills, write the legislation. Well, I don't think it's going to pass. We got to stir the pot. We got to educate people. We got to re-educate people. Mm -hmm. And we got to get to the conscience of those that are either white or Republican and say, do the right thing. Yeah. I agree with you 100%, Mr. Gear. And I think that we have to be able to really put our foot, foot on people's necks and really be persistent just like Ahmaud Arbery's uh, parents. You see how change happened with that? Because yeah. again, we talked about it, rarely it doesn't happen, right. but That's we right. can't, we, we gotta put pressure, we gotta apply pressure. I mean, serious pressure to people to really make change happen. And that's what you're doing. And you, you're definitely to be commended on what you're doing for real. Last, last night, and thank you. Uh, and I go back to the Democratic Caucus, the, the Georgia Legislative Black Caucus, and those coalition partners who help us do you know, bring the issues to to pass. Last night, the Georgia Legislative Black Caucus uh, had our annual heritage dinner. And one of the most powerful things that I saw was hearing Tamika Mallory. And uh, the things that she said were very true. The movement that went on during George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, all that happened. People were marching. People were fired, fired up. Where is the movement now? Mm. It's time to reinvigorate it. 
And I thank God for those movement makers, those young people that were marching, that 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 were determined, that would not get up, give up. They stayed in our face to say, you got to do something. What are you yeah. going to do? Mm-hmm. And that's what we need because as black elected officials, we get comfortable with name tags. Mm-hmm. You want to walk around and say that I am this. What are we going to do? Well, I can't do nothing. Yes, we can. Mm. You know, it, it, it's coalition that makes it happen. Yeah. Uh, you were talking about the situation with Ukraine. We got all these different things that are happening. Well, let's not be distracted of what Russia really wants, mm-hmm. what Putin really wants. Let's not also be distracted that the mid midterm uh, elections are coming up. If mm-hmm. I can make Biden look weak, if I can make the nation go through, because now the gas prices are going up, now we're getting ready to go into a recession, dealing with money, and, and Lord have mercy, access to our electronics and our banks and all the above. Mm-hmm. And if, if and, and Biden, if you don't fix it, so when you get close to the midterm elections, all hell breaks out for Democrats because yeah. we have not seen. And then those of us that, that have elected Biden, we even say, hey, what you doing, man? Hey. And so yeah. let's be careful as we watch this situation that we look at the bigger picture because it's going to get bigger. And I don't think the sanctions are cool and fine, but you got a determined maniac that's going to do what he's doing. Then you yeah. got those folk on the on the left side that are on stations like Fox and all the above, and they're praising Russia and they're praising Putin, and that mm-hmm. is an abomination. That's yeah. an abomination to our country. That's the mm-hmm. craziest thing thing to see someone um, um, who's a, an elected person who the people had to put you into office, but you decide to go up and be uh, a supporter of someone who has uh, used strong arm tactics and. Uh, and and uh, um, um, those sort of uh, things to uh, take power and that right. sort of thing. And it's like y'all y'all y'all. What do y'all really even stand for? Many Republicans, y'all, like y'all, because well, it doesn't even seem like it's anything that we need or we do that's relative to American politics or American government. It seems like they they own something totally different. And they know that, and that's why some of them in in the Georgia House this week, and God bless their service. Uh, we had the Chairman of Appropriations who is retiring. That's a big committee, possibly the rules committee, possibly about all of their top people in all the chairmanships, 15 people are not coming back for re-election. Oh, wow. Now, as a Republican, that signals something wrong. Yeah. That I really don't feel the same way that others feel. Mm-hmm. So the party is divided. In Georgia House, you got the Kempians, you got the Trumpians, and the Purdueans. <laughs> yeah. So at, at this point, those that want to go independents, those that want to go, even Republicans that's tired of your party. I'm letting you know now. I'm 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 sold out. I'm supporting Stacey Abrams all the way. No and, doubt. Uh, we need some vision. If you don't have vision, you can't have provision. The people are tired. The people are ready. We need a leader that's going to expand Medicaid expansion. We need a leader that's going to stand up and say the minimum wage in Georgia is five dollars and twenty five cents. Hmm. Now hmm. you do the math. But you want us to stop crime and all this other stuff and poverty. So, you know, there's a lot going on. And that's why bills like we're talking about with this bill is so important, because I could do a comfortable bill. There are comfortable bills that I have, like, you know, about Braille, uh, students that are trying to learn Braille and getting them what they need and transportation splosses for the state of Georgia. We got all that. But sometimes, man, we got to do what's right. And these people, they lost their lives. They lost their lives in a tragic way. Yeah. And 
at least the original 33 should be recognized. Um, and, and for all of us that will stand up to give Clarence Thomas a monument, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done too. Me too. That was, that was, yeah, that was just news to us uh, on Everybody Mad Live podcast. Uh, Mr. Gilliard, you know, as always, we really appreciate you uh, coming by the Everybody Mad Live podcast since you are our uh, political commentator. <laughs> I will say that, man. And, 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 you know, you always, you know, come with uh, goodness in your heart. You know, we love you Definitely. to death. Tell everybody how they can get in contact with you and how they can stay abreast on what's happening with um, what's happening with the uh, original 33 bill. And what we can do to support. Yes. Definitely. And we'll keep you abreast. You know, we're going to um, we're going to put it out there as early as next week when we get the bill number. Please, you know, contact me. You can hit me up on Facebook. You can hit me up on Instagram. Um, you can hit me up at www.gilliardforgeorgia.org. Uh, Call my office, 404-656-7859. I need you. I need, even if you're not from Georgia, I have a cousin in South Carolina. He His name is Wendell Gilliard, Representative Wendell Gilliard. He's doing the hate crimes bill. He's doing the citizen uh, repeal. Uh, we're we're co-authoring a bill up there in South Carolina. It's the same thing going on from here to New York. So please, we need you to get involved. Um, thank God for this show and the platform because this show is happening, y'all. We need to spread the word because everybody is mad in a lot of ways. And yeah. we got to count our energy of being mad into some action to get some things done. So please hit me up. Definitely. That. Definitely. Again, everybody, this is Mr. Carl Gilliard, Georgia State Representative, District 162. We really appreciate you again. Thank you so much. And anytime you. you want to come on, please feel free. You know, we love having you on. You That door's on wide more. open. Yeah, the door's wide open. You've been on more than any guest, like Sam mentioned. So we'd love to have you back. And again, uh, tell the family. I said hello. Tell my little niece, Diamond, I said hello. I my will. Sister. <laughs> I will. That's what she said before we came on Kenya. You're going to be on with Kenya? And I, I'll say two quick things. I just came in straight off the road from Atlanta. And one of the things I was thinking about for said and, and Kenya, we want to invite you to come and do a broadcast at the Capitol. Let's, let's shut it down. Yeah, let's, let's broadcast live from the Capitol. We can, we can do it. All we have to do is just go ahead and make it happen. Get a date. We're going to be in session until April the 4th. It'll be great to have everybody mad going live at, at the Georgia State Capitol. Wow, definitely. Okay, well, you heard it like here, that. everybody. So I we're like going to be that. broadcasting live from the Capitol one of these days. We'll definitely keep you all updated. And again, camera. Mr. Gilliard, we really appreciate you, and we're going to talk to you soon, okay? Thank you. Thank you all so much. We appreciate all right. you. All right. I appreciate you, too. Take care. Wow, that was awesome, Said That was just wow. That's a lot of great information, right? Yeah, yeah, it was, and I and and so appropriate uh, that that that's the conversation that we're having because in in the middle of Black History Month or we're ending Black History Month, <clears throat> that's something people didn't know about. Like the very first Black people, freed Black people who were elected to any American government was those thirty three men in Georgia. Um, wow. So that's not only Georgia history, but it's African American history, it's American history, and all those things. But I love how. Um, Georgia, y'all got a lot of problems going on. Like, y'all got Kemp, y'all was cheating, y'all done threw out some voter rec rec uh, records and things like that, but y'all got some good things going on. Y'all got some good people uh, like Rep uh, Gilliard who see what's going on and is actively always trying to do something uh, positive to uh, kind of fix it or uh, make it better or whatever. So yeah, as long as we uh, continue to uh, 
fight the good fight and uh, keep putting in people uh, like uh, Rep. Gilliard, um, um, I think we can start to see some changes for all of our lives. Uh, like Auntie Betty said um, about um, Rep. Gilliard, she uh, sends her thanks and uh, about what she learned. So uh, just a few more comments coming in for that um, as we continue the Everybody Mad it's a live podcast and we're live and your comment can be on the screen just like that if you just type it in and put it on the facebook and i'm all, literally all i do is press a button and it goes on the screen like yeah. it like like it looks like magic but it's real easy shouts out to our sister uh marnita checking us checking in uh marnita lloyd she says rep gilliard i want to follow you on Facebook. Well, make sure that you follow Marnita. Make sure that you follow, sis. All right, so we still got more uh, show coming up and, of course, Reality Recap with Shorty, so make sure you hold tight for that. Don't know if you all heard about this or not, but let's talk about what's going on right now with COVID. According to CNN, you know, the plummeting COVID numbers uh, across the United States are leading to lifted mask mandates and more conversations about step towards normalcy, (laughs) but more people are dying of the coronavirus now more so than ever during most points of the pandemic. Now, they say that more than 2,000 COVID-19 deaths have been reported in the United States each day for the past month. And, you know, it's it's funny because now that there are lifted mask mandates, you know, like here in Atlanta, you know, like we're just moving like there's, and it's always been that way. You know, I always say that here in Atlanta, but now, you know, like people aren't wearing masks in grocery stores and oh, it's um, pretty done. It's, you know, the club be on swole. And- club on swole. Like you got venues now, like it, we're in the middle of basketball season. So you got 20,000 seat venues that are packed um, and no mm-hmm. mask or inside or whatever. And I think we're all kind of getting to that point. I do think we are on the other side of COVID. I, um, I do too. Um, I think we're on the uh, side um, that's uh, seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. But uh, but my thing is like, what what is the point of all this rushing? Yeah, I know we 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 all tired of it, but just let it just continue to go down. Like like why why must we go ahead and uh, well well we feel like we're in a better place, so we need to stop these mandates and things like like just let just go to the end of school year. Let the mm-hmm. kids keep doing it with the mask on or whatever, and then by the summertime we're in a new, like use that. But it's like it's it's almost like we're in a race against something that has never happened before. And it's like, we don't really know, but we still want to race it and we still want to time it. And we like, it's like, what's the point? We, we've been used to masks for like two years now. What's the, what, like, like what is going to be the difference if we stop a mandate right now, as opposed to in April or May, you know what I'm saying? Like what yeah. is the damn rush? I don't think it's a rush. I just think that people are just trying to get back to normalcy. There's people that's tired of masks and everything, but I don't necessarily think it's just a rush. I just think that, you know, like people just, they want to get back to the way it used to be. Now I see there's a lot of concerts. My cousin, she's always sending me like, oh, you know, like this Snoop Dogg concert is coming to the A and, you know, this old school concert, new edition was just in Atlanta this past Sunday. And so like, it's just, it's, it's, it's a lot, you know what I mean? Like people are just like, they just want to get back to the way things used to be. And I don't necessarily think that it's a rush. You know, I just think that it's, it's no, it's no rush to it. They just, but I guess my thing is like every time that we, we uh, kind of push forward with all these uh, relaxing of the measures, we go back to how it was right back or whatever. So like, that's my thing is like, why keep trying to like kind of because like we like we've had this party twice like we did it last summer we did it did it what like late uh, Thanksgiving. 2020. like every time we get start warming up or whatever like we get to the point where we want to get out and break out and get free and like we don't want to go around that we will 
but like I'm right. like, we did the same stuff last year. What's the point? We can just wait. Now, like I do think that we won't be like it was last year and go back, but still, yeah. better safe than sorry. Let's just slow down because it don't matter. Yeah. We're already in the middle of a school year. We're in the middle of people's work. Uh, so, like, what's the point? Just slow down. Mm-hmm. And if you want to wear your mask, wear your mask. But if you don't, then don't. Then don't wear it. You know what I mean? But definitely stay vaccinated. That's what I say. Like, I'm vaccinated, <laughs> double, triple shy. vaccinated. So make, make sure you do the right thing. Uh, let's switch gears, man. Finally, let's talk about what's going on in entertainment news. Of course, hold tight. Shorty's on the way with the reality recap. But it is official. If you haven't heard, Sherry Shepard is definitely replacing Wendy Williams. She made the announcement this past Tuesday. I think we skipped Kyle Rittenhouse. Oh, we did skip that, didn't we? My bad. Let me back it up. Okay, well, let's let me just finish out this Sherry Shepard. Let's play the video. Okay. Do what I went through. Yeah, I mean, they tried to imprison you for the rest of your life. It wasn't coverage, it was advocacy. You have a lot of potential targets to sue yourself. Will you be suing any of these news organizations? And if so, when? That was just to start off. Wait, wait. A- advocacy, you it was advocacy to 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 take your take a gun across state line and you're underage to go shoot people. You were really trying to oh, shoot black folks. Oh, you were trying to shoot that. black folks, but that's advocacy. Hold okay, on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do what I went through. Yeah, I mean, they tried to imprison you for the rest of your life. It wasn't coverage. It was advocacy. You have a lot of potential (laughs) targets to sue yourself. Will you be suing any of these news organizations? And if so, when? Um, Well, right now we're looking at quite a few uh, politicians, celebrities, athletes. Whoopi Goldberg's on the list. She called me a murderer. After I was acquitted by a jury of my peers, she went on to still say that. And there's others. Don't forget about Sank from the Young Turks. He called me a murderer before verdict and continues to call me a murderer. Hold on, I'm about to stop. Interesting. On, and and what about the people I'm about who to stop this video so I can also call you a murderer because that's what you are. That's what you are. People, I don't care if you're not a convicted murderer. Uh, because the jury didn't say that, but you are a murderer. I don't care what the word in the front or anything. You kill somebody. Actually, you kill two somebody, and you shot another person with your gun. You are a murderer. Yeah, but now because he got off, he feels invincible, and he feels like he can do any and everything. And I'm telling you, what they did was they created a monster. And trust and believe, I'm sure that he will eventually get caught up in some more BS. Before it's all said and done, He's going to have a run-in with somebody. He's going to do something, but he's a loose cannon. He's a yeah. loose cannon. So, yeah, yeah really something's, something's going to happen. Like, and he's too young. Uh, like, what, like, he's still, like, 19 or something like yeah. that? Yeah. And, like, they've made him into some, some, some like, cult celebrity um, oh. that, like, uh, you get paid personal appearances for coming to a certain political thing. And that's the thing, like, this wasn't even political. You wasn't going. You were going to an anti. You were going to a Black Lives Matter to be right. the, the opposition right. to the Black Lives Matter with your gun or whatever. So yes. nothing about what you, like, that's not a political uh, statement. Like, that's not anything uh, political in that realm. But you went there, and then what'd you get? Mm-hmm. Like, you shot up some people, and you caused calamity and some issues. Yeah. And and being, <laughs> and being, and being celebrated for it. That's, I mean, and this is America, thing. being like, celebrated for it. Like, they love to live lift up anybody who they think then um, uh, gave the middle finger to 
justice or black people or anybody like and that. Like anybody matter. on against us is going to be uh, big up by them. Yeah, well, it's really unfortunate. Of course, we're going to keep you updated. Okay, like I was telling you all, Sherry Shepard, she's replacing Wendy Williams, made the announcement this past uh, Tuesday. But the word is that Wendy Williams is unhappy with Sherry replacing her. Uh, Wendy was basically on sick leave and she's been fired. Rumors are going around that she may fire uh, off a lawsuit uh, to the producers of the Wendy Williams show. I don't know if we have a clip of Sherry giving her uh, very emotional um I you did, know. but it's not looking like I got it on. This okay. Yeah. Well, you all can pull it up. I mean, it ain't no thing. You can just pull it up right in your phone. But wait to do that until after the show, because we still got a lot more stuff that we want to talk about. All right. Yeah. But um, they oh, there was also talk of somebody from the Wendy Williams show kind of put out a statement, but Wendy tweeted like something like, "Yo, like I didn't, I didn't make that statement because the statement was like, oh, you know." I'm okay with this, you know, whole situation. But Wendy's like, she didn't put that out. So we're going to follow the story. I'm happy for Sherry Shepard. What they're going to do is they're going to rebrand the show. It's going to be called the Sherry Shepard Show. It's going to re be replacing Wendy Williams' time slot. And there it is. Well, we probably need to say, say like, different language. Um, so the Wendy show is ending right now. It ends in July. No, it's just ending because – Wendy ain't coming back. So, like, they're saying that, like, what? She, so, Sherry Shepard is going to continue Wendy's show as wow. it is in this form. And then she's going to start her own show um, with oh. these producers of Wendy's show. But it's going to be a brand new, different show with Sherry's name on it or whatever. Wendy could still come back and get her show, but Sherry got her time slot now. Yeah, so, and I so think the ink is dry on the contract. So, yeah, I think the ink is dry on the contract. Let me know your thoughts. Are you all? How do you all feel about this? I want to know, like, because for me, I love Wendy Williams. I, I love watching her. It's, it's it's really unfortunate, you know. But I think that Wendy could come back in a capacity of doing like a podcast and maybe do something on Fox Soul or even on on a national level of a podcast or something like that because guess what she could talk from her bed she could do it from the house you know the way technology yeah. is so maybe that's an option too but i don't think that this is the last that we'll hear of wendy williams at all she might not be on tv but she'll be doing something in some form or fashion that's what i believe but yeah i think it's unfortunate as a fan of wendy williams uh you know even her radio career yeah it's it's, it's sad but guess what this is show business too and that's how it goes Show got to go on, and it's and we need to do our show for, for for a whole season, actually longer than that. Um, going on yeah. two seasons. So. Yeah. Hey, so uh, Lizzo, Lizzo is in the news. Lizzo is talking about her failed audition for the highly anticipated Disney live action remake of The Little Mermaid. Now she said that she auditioned for the role of Ursula. But casting went with Melissa McCarthy. Uh, Lizzo said that she wanted to like make the character more of a you know, sexual, like, you know, twerking type character. And I, I don't think Disney was feeling that. Twerking? <laughs> she do too much. Uh, right, right. Lizzo, you doing too much. Lizzo should have just played it because Lizzo has the voice and she has the the, the uh, personality. But if she did any kind of ass shaking, twerking in, in a audition for Disney, that ain't going to go over well. Come on yeah. now. This is video. This is not her audition, but this is what she could have provided uh, to Disney. Come on, you poor, unfortunate 
on its soul. Go ahead, make your choice. I'm a very busy woman and I haven't got all day. It won't cost much, just your voice. You poor unfortunate soul. So sad, but true. If you want to cross the bridge, my sweet, you've got to pay the toll. Take a gulp and take a breath and go ahead and sign the scroll. Fly some jessam, yes, I've got them, boys. The boss is on a roll. You poor, unfortunate soul. Bitch. Come on, you poor, unfortunate soul. Go ahead. Make your choice. That's it. It was the bitch for me at the end. <laughs> in, in true Lizzo form and fashion, Lizzo, she's I don't care what anybody says though, Lizzo, she's super talented though, man. You can't take that talent away from her. The girl got pipes. All right, it's time for reality recap. Shorty's in the building. What's up, Shorty? Shorty. Yo, yo, yo. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. There was a delay. That was kind Hold of on, wait, what's up, brother? Okay, y'all can hear me, right? Okay, what what's going on? I was back here still typing and producing my segment. <laughs> you know, we okay. live. What's up, man? Good to have you on the show again, brother. You've been doing all right? Oh yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Trying to get all the technology together, but I'm 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 good now. How we doing? Doing good. I Okay, yeah, because there was a little feedback, but I don't catch. Yeah, because I, I, I got a, I got my phone going because I'm watching and taping as we taping. That's what it was. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. Let's talk about what's happening, bro. What you got for us, man? First lady premiering on Showtime. This is something with Viola Davis, right? This is with Viola Davis. So look, let's just explain to everybody. We're switching it up a little bit. Y'all know I'm all about the reality show recaps, but I also watch documentaries and other stuff on TV. And I like to bring y'all what's fresh, what's new, what's hot, and what's interesting. So I did I did my thing this week. I switched it up. So this is what I got. Viola Davis is starring in The First Lady, which premieres on Showtime April 17th. This is a 10-part episode Ooh. featuring presidential couples. So you got the Fords, you got the Roosevelts, and of course you got the King and Queen Obama. The Obamas in the house. Um, who's playing who? We know Viola Davis is playing Michelle Obama. O.T. Bango, I might be mispronouncing that wrong, but he starred in The Handmaid's Tale. He would be Barack Obama. Then we got Lexi Underwood, who was in Little Fires Everywhere, and Sanaya Sidney and King Richard, who's going to be Sasha and Malia. So I'm I'm super geeked about that. I love anything that's celebrating blackness. <laughs> yeah, and black excellence, too. I'm super excited about this. I caught the trailer for it. You all have to see the trailer. It's Look, look at and, and then it's Viola Davis, but she pulls off Michelle Obama she so effortlessly. Like, look back and think, what did I become living in that house? It is my great honor to introduce to you the first lady of the United States. Oh, look at it. The first lady has to be a special kind of woman. I can't have backseat driving. They want to turn me into a black Martha Stewart? I will pick my team, choose my causes, understood? You know what you're getting into. You kept your political dreams a secret from me. I'll be here for you. 
but I am going to be myself. Don't push me off. I am your wife, not your girlfriend. You are the husband of your wife. You have a mind and a life of your own. They think I should keep my mouth shut. This is your chance to make history. I'm just terrified of my girls. I couldn't hurt, let you destroy yourself. So, so they're following what ten presidents or first ladies? I'm not for sure exactly how many couples. Uh, I do know for sure, it's, it, but it does say those three couples for sure: the Roosevelts, the Fords, and the Obamas. But it also says, and among many others. So we don't know who those others are. But uh, that is the first lady is premiering on Showtime April 17th. So y'all make sure y'all check it out. And before we check out on that story, Viola Davis did say on her Instagram, playing the extraordinary Michelle Obama was no small task, but an honor of a lifetime. So shout out to Viola Davis and uh, I'm excited to see it. Yeah, man, I bet that was just an, an amazing, uh, just, you know, just an amazing Part for her to just play, you know, Michelle. Yeah. I'm sure that was yeah. that was very challenging. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go to reality TV now. The word on the curb, brother, is that one of the Real Housewives may be on the chopping block. I've been hearing rumors and ramblers in the street of the A. So what's going on, bro? Okay. So y'all know I've been saying for years, Candy just she's boring to me. She's she's, I mean, she's Candy. You know what I'm saying? She's just and exciting the fans like like they want. So. Candy Burris allegedly may be on the chopping block and may be replaced by Jenny May. Jeezy's uh, wife? Yeah. From, from the yeah. Um, from the real? From the real. Now catch this. She's going to be featured on a few scenes in this upcoming season as a friend to the show with Drew. Mm. So the, 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 the producers of the show were saying we liked her so much and we love what she does on the real we believe she'll be a good addition, you know, to bring some spice to Housewives of Atlanta. And I'm I'm here for it. Like I I, I want some new talented, some new talent, some big faces. You know, we've been with these girls for about eight plus years. You know, Candy didn't have babies on us. She's opened multiple businesses. And not only that, Candy's also got her spinoff coming. Candy yeah. and the gang starting the old old lady gang. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. And I, and I I agree with you too. Um, love Candy to death. But she really doesn't bring anything. Even she didn't really have a storyline last season. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I guess it is time to replace and then maybe just, you know, have her sit out for a couple of years and then bring her back. You know, when she has some stuff popping, you know, like how they don't don't bring her back at all. Don't don't bring her back. Because, I mean, hell, the word (laughs) is that they, they, you know, they're, they're bringing Sheree back. You know what I'm saying? Like. But I I got I got I got some inside dirt on the upcoming season about Sheree. So. Oh, really? Yeah. What? Okay, so, so what's going so, on with that? So what's going on with that is I'm just going to speed it up. So we know Candy may not be making it to season 15. That's fine. Okay, let's go. So let, let, let me get to my stories here. Hold on. So with Candy being gone, they are saying on this new season that Sheree and Marlo are the stars of this season. Sheree and Marlo? Cashier. I see Marlo. I, I see Marlo. But then Sheree is somebody who she'll she'll give you a a, a quick something, and c- considering who's on the cast, like that little something could amount to something big from Sheree. That's true. That's so true. Sheree and Marlo are the stars of the season. Drew brought the drama, and so did Kenya. 
But Sonya and Candy are on the chopping block because they are crickets. Everybody sleep. Yeah. Well, I mean, Sonya kind of seemed like a boring person. I've seen her as a commentator for a reality show. Yeah. Uh, that was not a reality show. It was an entertainment show. I forgot the name of it. But, uh, yeah, she just she's she doesn't strike me as someone that's about drama. No, and then I feel like with, with, with the platform of reality, we know the ingredients that make a good reality show. Mm-hmm. And some castmates just don't have it. And if they did have it, maybe the fire is now going out. Yeah. I will say this. Candy is the highest paid housewife. But and that's the- why she's gone. That's why they try to get rid of her. That's why she's gone. It's always about the money. Like, let's it's always about the bottom line. It's always yeah. about the bottom line. Look, uh, Betty's uh, way. Uh, Marnita said, "Oh Lord, not Miss Sheree, who gonna check me, boy, and Bessie Marlowe, <laughs> LOL." And uh, uh, Betty, Betty said, "Sheree got to pay for that house." house. Sheree got to pay for that house, right? That told right. Sheree, she sure do. She sure <laughs> do. Um, what's going on with uh, Candy Show, bro? Candy's show, Candy and the Gang, premieres on Bravo March, Sunday, March 6th at 9. So make sure y'all catch it. It's a different spin. Is Candy involved with her restaurant, her businesses, her families? And, of course, we got castmates, like the employees, that's going to bring the drama. So Candy and them being bosses, they're going to bring the drama with the employees. So it's something to look forward to with seeing Candy in a different light. And, hey, it's TV. I'm on the couch, and I'm here for it. <laughs> All right, no doubt. Uh, Shorty, uh, last story of the night for, for you. Um, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, Jen. Uh, what's going on with her? I was excited about this. Well, not excited because I really love Jen Shaw. So, Housewives of Salt Lake City. So, we know that they had some castmate issues. We know Aunt, uh, Mary Crosby fired. Yeah. We do know Jenny, the, I don't want to misquote her nationality, but fired. So, it's two castmates fired, and then we got Jen Shaw. The mm-hmm. grand diva of them all. The paid boss got the coins. She a little hood, ghetto, and bougie. Mm-hmm. However, she just got arrested for fraud. <laughs> well, yeah, so, I remember that was on the show. It was on the show. So if, mm-hmm. if you have not watched Salt Lake City Housewives, it is, is they had a finale, but you can definitely go back and watch. It's like the third episode from the finale mm-hmm. where they were filming and the feds actually pulled up to the spot. Right. Like, is Jen Shaw here? So Jen Shaw, 48, she began filming House Housewives of Salt Lake City in 2019 for the season, but was arrested in March 2021 for ripping off hundreds of people through a telemarketing scam. Uh-huh. She was charged with conspiracy to commit wire fraud and conspiracy to commit money laundering, which she pled not guilty. However, here's the catch. Her assistant was also her her co Dependent, however, her, her 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 buddy in crime. Yeah, he pled guilty. So everybody's saying Jen Shaw's a little naive. Everybody's telling her, "Girl, you facing up to fifty years," and she's in the bubbles. Like, no, I'm not. It's not that serious. Yeah, girl, your partner pled guilty to the same crimes that you're charged with. Wow. Yeah. So Megan Dollar Bell, um, her. Court date, I believe, starts in May of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so get into it. Oh, also, so how big is this crime story? Hulu did a documentary. Oh, there's a documentary coming out? <laughs> there's a documentary called The Real Housewives, The Shaw, and The Shy Scam. <laughs> On Hulu, streaming now. Yeah, so I mean, if they if people taking time to gather information and evidence yeah, to start, to start a whole jail. documentary... 
she going to jail? Yeah. Because if the people, time is likely. Because if, if the writers and the producers of the documentary know your information, then I'm certain the investigators and the FBI are already are already over. Clearly, clearly, yeah. just like just like they they rolled up on you at the destination for y'all to pull off and go on vacation. Yeah, girl, they're gonna get you. And no shade, Teresa Judice went to prison. Martha Stewart went to prison. Lil Kim went to prison. Remy Ma went to prison. She going to prison. Trust she, me. She going to prison. She going look look. Everybody said all three of us. All of our heads said. <laughs> I mean, it is what, what, it what is, is that? One more, and, and then we did a uniform too. Do it one more time. <laughs> black people like like why? Why do black people do that? <laughs> because we're great. That's so like at least we don't say period. Period. Oh, oh well, we sh- I should have. I hate that. Period. I'm so tired of period, man. I am too. Let's, that's, that's let's retire period. that. Let's let's retire. Yeah, let's retire. Period. What you watching, bro? What you watching? What is everybody watching? Shorty, let's right, start. That you look like a fraud. What am I watching? I am watching the Ultimate Girls Trip, which is the spinoff with all the different franchises of the Housewives, mm-hmm. with Kenya and 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 Ramona Singer and Cynthia and all of them. So yeah, it's really good. The drama is hot. It's different, but the drama is hot. I'm also watching Naked and Afraid. I'm excited about the new season because we have our first black transgender female. What? Oh, Naked and Afraid? Get into Naked and Afraid. Come on. I'm looking oh, at female. So, um, so then she done. I don't know. I don't know. Well, either way, they're going to cover it up. So we. Yeah. Right. But I'm interested to see that dynamic. And I think the guy that she's teamed up with is from like Poland. He's a farmer or something. So just the two different dynamics I'm here for, but I'm watching past episodes to get up, built up to the current. Oh wow! And then finally, I'm watching Promised Land. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So that's what I'm watching. Then I'm watching my documentaries. Y'all know I'm watching. Then you watch your documentaries. Uh, <laughs> Sam, what are you watching, bro? Nothing. You ain't watching nothing. I mean, I watch stuff, but I don't keep track of it. You ain't keeping track of it. Uh, I didn't. I haven't been really watching. I've, I've been watching movies. I watched a real cool movie called Revenge. This came out back in 2016. Uh, you all got to check it out. It's about a uh, girl who's sleeping with a married man, mm. but somehow or the other, like something bad happens at this like getaway that he takes her to, and he ends up trying to kill her. Uh, him and his boys, it's really good. It's so like drama, drama, suspense. It's it's yeah, it's it's more like a thriller action, kind of like on the forms of like a kill bill where the girl comes back to mess up Got everybody it. in the end. Uh so you all definitely check out Revenge. It's a gotcha. movie that I saw. I found it on um Amazon Prime. Can you always watching this stuff? Yeah, I, I love my action movies, bro. I love my action movies. Shorty, how can people get in contact with you, bro? Yo, y'all know I'm on Instagram every day, all day, 25, 8. You can hit me on my handle at E C H O P R I N C E. That is Echo Prince on Instagram. I'm there all day, every day. Drop some questions, I'll drop some answers. Y'all know how I do. Spend some time with your boy. There it is, brother. Everybody, this is the homie Shorty. We are going to check you out next week, man. Stay safe, stay blessed. Crystal says, check out the Masterclass on Prime this month. Right. I heard about that. Shout out to Crystal. Mm-hmm. I heard about it too. Uh, Marnita said girls trip was awesome. Shout out to Marnita. Yeah, Marnita, <laughs> that's our home girl right there. All right, Shorty, we're going to holler at you next week, man. All right, I'm out. You fellas be All right, you too, man.
Everybody Mad Live podcast again. Shouts out to State Georgia State Representative Carl Gilliard for joining us and also for Shorty with the Everybody Mad reality recap. We're going to be back next week with uh, what we got coming up next week, Sid. I, I barely got to this week's show. So right. <laughs> Look, I sent in the show prep. So, you know, I, I write up like the, you know, script and everything out. And I sent that thing in like what today at like three. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, like Whatever. Right. Just we'll get running it. around life. I was busy. Life. I was busy, but it's all good. Yeah. But thank y'all for joining us. Uh we got some good stuff coming up. This is the last show of Black History Month. We next month is Women's History Month. So uh we 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 have been uh in contact with some guests for Women's History Month because you know how we feel about black women. Um we so um we are looking at some guests and trying to schedule some things for uh next month uh so we'll be putting that out in the atmosphere really really soon but we appreciate y'all for always rocking with us it's black history month do something for the black people go learn something about your history and learn about learn about why you're here and uh everything that you need to know because i think 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 a lot of times we don't realize our like our our history so the way we move and we act is not indicative of, of us knowing our history and that sort of thing so yes that's it. We go. We're going to see right. you next Thursday. Yeah. We're off next week? I said next Thursday. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. All right. Uh, follow me, Instagram, Kenya Kabeen. Kenya Kabeen one on Facebook. Holler at your boy. Slide in my DM. Let me know what's up. Don't slide in mine because I get in trouble, but I'm a okay. sailor lover everywhere. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> you can see us uh, next week. Same time, same place. Uh, thanks again for joining us on Everybody Mad but we doing something about it. We'll see you next time.